the right. first sign of monkey pox is a pounding sensation in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should definitely take this moment to educate everybody and let them know that we are streaming on Rumble, by the way, because <laughs> you know, we get banned so much. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen and welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i am your host john burke with my beautiful bearded husband and heterosexual life partner josh you got it buddy you got it buddy damn right i got it you sexy son of a bitch uh it's a beautiful day here in texas ever since we got in these rains like the weather's cooled down a lot it went from like the gorgeous gorgeous it's so gorgeous it's so beautiful outside oh my gosh i'm gonna take the dog for a walk (laughs) you know what's wrong with me (laughs) no ever since we got the rain it was like in the low like 101 102 it was in the hundreds low hundreds ever since the rain has dropped down to like the 80s oh thank god i'm loving it man i'm loving it it's it's great it feels amazing and then by the way for those that don't know again uh coming up very shortly starbucks releases the pumpkin spice latte i don't give a fuck how much of a bitch that makes me sound it tastes amazing so go fuck yourself Massive bitch. Massive bitch. I don't care. It's great coffee. Oh, they hate veterans. No, they don't. People are just stupid. They want to be mad about something. So give them something to be mad about. <laughs> Let's give them something to talk about. Oh, my gosh. Man, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. Finley pulled her tooth out this morning at the what? breakfast table. Wait, like she just literally just reached up and yanked it out? Yeah, it was, it was loose. It wasn't, okay. like, it wasn't loose, but... That's yeah. such an incredible experience, though, as a kid, because yeah. I, I remember... It's weird that you that say crazy? that. I remember the feeling like, of, like, that loose, and you just constantly playing with it in yeah. your mouth, and you know, like your tongue just going over and over and over it. Yeah, I don't like pulling the teeth. When my I was a little kid, my uh-huh. dad, if my tooth was just a little bit loose, uh-huh. he would just, like, work on it until he yanked it, right? I, I just can't. I'm, like, I'm glad my kids pulled their own teeth. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Yeah. And then the old, like, freaking tie the string around the tooth and sh- around the door handle. I never did. Did you do that? No, no, no. I would never do that. I didn't either. That just sounds no. dangerous. Just use pliers like everybody else. That's the safest way. <laughs> pliers. Yeah. Apple. I'm not a dentist, but I'll do it. I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look. <laughs> I'll a try, piece. you know. Take a look under the hood. There. If a woman comes to me with complaining, it's like, you know, I'm I, I'm not a gyno, but uh, actually, you know what? Looks I'm, like monkeypox <laughs> to me. I'm not a doctor, but. <laughs> I'm going to take a step back on that. Wait a second. Because if a woman's complaining about something like vaginal, I don't want to see it. Like, never mind. That's like, I don't, I don't know how, like, how do gynecologists, like, how do male gynecologists or lesbian gynecologists does that like alter your perception of sex or do you get like flashbacks in your head of like these dirty, stinky vaginas that you're looking at or these deformed ones like they have like cauliflower between their legs, oh, like roast beef flaps or whatever? Like, does that does that impact their ability to have sex or make love? I don't know. I just I don't know if I could do that. Like everybody's like, oh, I'd love to be a gynecologist. Like, I don't think I would. Like, I don't mm, I don't know get tired of it after just all day at the office (laughs) i don't know everybody says no you just appreciate good vaginas more (laughs) the first sign of monkey pox is a pounding sensation in your ass (laughs) (laughs) i think we should definitely take this moment to educate everybody and let them know that we are streaming on rumble by the way because uh, you know we get banned so much if you want to come check us out on rumble it's just john burke over there or all american savage show uh, come on over to Rumble again. Anytime we get banned, that's where we're going to be. 
we're going to keep streaming on Rumble no matter what. So there is the um, the link to it. There's Rumble. I'm spamming it in the chat. Just Rumble, and then come find me at John Burke. You can see us over there. Oh, oh my gosh. As you know, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Now, I have a really, really big request of all of you out there. When you go on the website, sign up for the SMS feature. Because right now, if you've signed up for the SMS feature, we blasted out a code yesterday at 5 o'clock on the watermelon fallout gummies. And that code gets you buy one bag, get one bag free. But only subscribers to the SMS service are getting access to this. So if you go on the ShellshockCBD.com website, a little pop-up thing just pops up. Put in your SMS number. And again, we don't spam you. For those that know, this is a way for us to have direct contact to our customers. We're only going to text you with sale deals. That's it. We're not going to spam you asking your favorite fucking color. We don't sell the list to other people. It strictly belongs to Shellshock. We would never do that. So again, if you want great, amazing deals, sign up for the SMS service. It's there. You have to opt into it. Being that we're selling CBD, it's not the standard. You receive a text and that's it. It's like you'll see a text with a link saying, do you agree? Then you have to click on the link, say yes, and then it just sends you the message. This is because the FCC is a bunch of freaking cockweasels. Like, this is what they do. Like, they, they make it so fucking difficult. So... Sign up for the SMS list. We have deals specifically to that service. And again, right now, the deal is the watermelon gummies. Buy one bag, get one bag free using a specific code that was only texted out. And we're going to be texting out again here soon, but go sign up for it. So again, big thing, everybody supporting Shell Shock during these times of recession. Good Lord. Like we've seen a dip in the sales. We've seen all this stuff. Like people are just getting hammered right now. It's not looking good anytime soon. That's what sucks about it. So... Oh, my God. <laughs> Dakota Miller on YouTube says, in the spirit of forgiving student loans, will you give me free gummies? You can charge all the other customers extra me for my free. <laughs> That's a good idea. I wonder what would that what, what would do the, what that would do to the other customers. I, I don't think they'd appreciate that very much. Thank you for watching, Dakota. Great comment. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about socialism. We got an article about that. We got a, an open socialist up in New York. In this back by OC, go figure, Bernie Sanders, all so, that crew. So the student loan debt hasn't gone through yet, right? No, they're pushing for it. but They're, they're just no, pushing for it at this yeah, point. It hasn't so, passed yet, no. Yeah, had, yeah so we'll, no. we'll see if it goes through. I don't we'll know. See, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Like, we could be getting our, our panties in a twist over nothing. It yeah. might not go through, especially when you have Pelosi saying that he doesn't have the authority. There could be some pushback. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But my buddy Tony Cowden on his Instagram, if you don't follow him, he's a very good guy, former Green Beret, ran for Congress. Unfortunately, didn't make it because he's probably the right guy for the job. So, you naturally, the right people are never going to get elected. But Tony made a good point. He said, do you know who's great at fulfilling their campaign promises? Democrats. What do Republicans do? And I'm like, fuck. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. He's got a good point. Democrat politicians are very good at attempting to live up to their campaign promises, regardless of the outcome and the damage it could cause. Republicans do nothing. For the most part. For the most part, that, yeah. You know, that's He's all got politics. a point. He's got a point. I will say Joe Biden did say during his campaign he that he was going to shut down American energy. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't a secret. He even talked about student loan forgiveness, but I figured yeah. he just he wasn't going to do it. I thought he was lying as a campaign promise, but clearly the man's so stupid, he's going to try and do it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But hey, Tony Cowden made a really good point with that. It really made me think. It's like, fuck, dude, you're right. And that's what I keep talking about with all these Republican congressmen and women doing their screaming into the echo chamber of Twitter and shit about what they're going to do to Fauci you when the red wave comes. Yeah. Like, dude, you're you're screaming to I silent know. people that aren't listening They've anymore. They've been saying it for years. Yeah, it's like it, nobody's it, listening. It goes back to the same thing where they all talked about moving the embassy to Jerusalem. Which Trump Israel, did. Which Trump did. Yeah. And, and everybody <clears throat> talked about doing a border wall, but nobody ever did it. They mm-hmm. stuck up some weak-looking thing. Yeah. And so yeah. they've been doing that for years. That's true. That is true. But it is where we're at. So it's where we are. Uh, it's sad to see this, but that's where we're at. Oh, my God. Well, don't forget tomorrow we are doing the episode high as fuck. Josh and I are going to take a Delta 8 about an hour prior to the stream. I'm going to make sure the stream is set up before we get started, though, because I don't know if I'll be able to sit here and like weasel my way through trying to get this thing <laughs> going. <laughs> but um <clears throat> Really excited to do that. That's going to be fun. Should be fun. I don't know. Oh, my God. It's going to be interesting for sure. Definitely interesting. 
Well, I'm about 45% through editing the next Valor Podcast episode. Now, for those that don't know, Valor Pod, the Valor Podcast on Instagram, um, I still have to set up the Facebook and other things like that. Uh, it was a passion project. Our first episode aired over an, a year ago. Uh, things got really busy. I had to put it on the back burner, but now I've got more time to reinvest back into this passion project. Now, what the Valor Podcast is about is essentially educating our people, educating everybody realistically, on figures throughout the history of the earth and contemporary figures on how they've shaped our world through acts of valor. Maybe not single acts, but multiple acts or just maybe a lifetime or a career, whatever the case may be. And the first episode, for those that haven't watched it or have watched it right now, is off of... Um, um, Joan of Arc. And it's actually a very good episode. I enjoyed doing it. Um, Josh did the editing. I did the writing. Um, I'm doing the next one right now. I'm hoping I should have it live by the end of the day. We'll see. If not, probably not tomorrow because we're getting high. <laughs> <laughs> but that's coming. We're really appreciative of all the love and support. Go follow us on Instagram. Um, here is the link. Uh, we really, We really put a lot of work into this. This is the Valor Podcast on Instagram. It's just the Valor Podcast, all one word. Spam in the link in the chat. Go give it a follow on Instagram. I'm going to be setting up a Facebook page for it, probably a YouTube channel, and uploading to that as well. Um, this podcast, I'm not going to lie, the success or failure is going to be determined based upon whether people want to share it or not, tell their friends and family about it. This is a kid family friendly podcast. There's no cussing. There's nothing inappropriate, although mild violence. I will say that right now. I mean, most of these things are going to involve violence because yeah. out through history, these acts of valor were usually resorting to violence or in violent circumstances. So that's coming very soon. Really, really excited to um, <clears throat> to get this going. And again, this is a passion project of mine. It's putting some positivity into the world. It's trying to steer the followers to something like, look, we have the political stream. It's very negative. This is just, this is soul crushing shit. But here's something, <laughs> I mean, it really is. Uh, but the other thing is we have this other thing that's like, it's great. And think of it like old timey radio. We put in sound effects, background music. It sounds great. It just, it helps you relax and chill. Mm -hmm. And you get to listen to the dulcet sounds of John Burke's voice. Mm. That's right. Touch yourself for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that will not be on the podcast. That will not be on the podcast. So greatly appreciate that. Uh, so Friday, we're getting high. We're going to do an episode while we're high. And then, um, yeah, eat some junk food, eat some junk food. And also you can follow the Valor, the, uh, excuse me, the Valor podcast on SoundCloud. Now I will have it to the other platforms, but first I have to get it submitted. Um, here is the link to the SoundCloud link to Valor. It's just Valor. Um, you can see it there and uh, you can follow along that way. You never miss when a new episode drops. So it's pretty cool. Appreciate that. You guys are freaking amazing. And all right. Here we get into it. Let's get into it. Here we go. Well, as we go, more and more, um, more and more stories are coming out about the uh, FBI raid and then Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, what we're seeing right here is whistleblowers says the FBI forbade agents from probing Hunter Biden's laptop until after the 2020 election. The leadership of the FBI forbade agents from investigating Hunter Biden's laptop until after the 2020 election was decided, according to whistleblowers that came forward to Senator Ron Johnson. Uh, the FBI postponed investigating Hunter Biden's laptop because the agency was not going to change the outcome of the election again, the senator revealed whistleblowers' statement on Wednesday in a letter written to Justice Department DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz. Um, According to the letter, letter, the whistleblower said the FBI did not want to investigate the laptop because it was afraid public disclosure would alter the outcome of the 2020 election. Okay, look, I hate to say this. I hate to be this guy, though. Whistleblowers means nothing. Right. Uh, guys, as much as I want this to be true, what does whistleblower mean? Give me some names. Give me names. I'm sorry. That's like saying sources say. Anybody yeah. can say sources say. There's legitimately no proving that. Now, I, I hate to be that guy. I really hate to be that guy. Do I think the story is true? Probably. Probably is true. Yeah. But in this day of misinformation and lies and political manipulation, I dude, I don't know what to believe. So every story has to be viewed very skeptically. And when I'm sitting here and seeing whistleblowers, like, okay, well, if, imagine this was like a Democrat thing, a Democrat-led thing. And they said, we've got some whistleblowers or Trump whistleblowers, Trump this, Trump that whistleblower, whistleblower, whistleblower. Prove it. Who is it? Give me a name. Let's see their status. Did they actually work for the FBI? How do they know? Mm -hmm. And I think as any citizen should be, we should be asking these questions. 
we should definitely be asking these questions regarding these MSM outlets because just to sit there and say whistleblower or sources say, it's the same as saying studies suggest, scientists are saying, like, well, who is this? Who, who are you talking about? Because yeah. it, becomes, it becomes a very generic term that people use that they'll lie about just to try and make their statements sound appealing and factually based, which that doesn't mean that's actually true. So... Well, you know, I think the big difference between... I think you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> the FBI or the, <laughs> Hillary, the Hillary Clinton shit. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You've never seen the FBI and the Hillary Clinton thing. Yeah, right? If they're talking about not wanting to um, change the, the election results. Yeah. So they, I, I think they said when Comey came out and he talked mm-hmm. about Hillary Clinton's emails and all that shit, that, mm-hmm. that uh, swayed the election in favor of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. In this case... Uh, Joe Biden actually shows up in these emails. Yeah. So there's not really that same distinction. Like, that's important information to have. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Hillary Clinton stuff was important. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But Joe Biden actively involved in his son's business dealings oh, with yeah. China and Ukraine yeah. and all these other things. Mm-hmm. That's important to know. Oh, absolutely. So, 10% for the big guy. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people said, too, that if they would have known that information, they would have voted <clears throat> the other way. You think so? I, I don't think so. I think they're saying they're, that now after they've seen the damage and the wreckage that Joe Biden has caused. Yeah. But prior to Biden doing this, you got to remember when Biden first took office, nobody knew how bad this dude was going to be. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how much of a shit show this administration was going to turn into. So even had they been exposed to that type of information, look at the Trump derangement syndrome and the cognitive dissonance displayed by the left primarily during the 2020 election. I don't think that would have swayed any vote realistically. They, uh, I mean, Biden could have went out there. I don't know. I think it would have swayed a lot of independent votes. So if nobody's independent, I'll give you. I'll give you yeah, that one. Yes. Nobody else is even some. I don't even know if you can, sensible-minded Democrats. Like <laughs> the fuck is that? Like Democrats who've been Democrats all their <laughs> life. And like, uh, yeah, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. You know, he's uh, completely uh, you know, an idiot. You know, mm-hmm. so, but uh, I don't know. I just think that uh, that that's important information that he keeps showing up because. You don't see this stuff on CNN. No. Or, oh, God, no. And you know, uh, nor are you ever going any to. Any other legacy media uh, <clears throat> yeah. outlets. Yeah. So. You're never going to see anything like that on CNN. I mean, that's why. And the same with Fox. Like, you're not going to see the opposing parties, um, people, when they get crucified on those platforms. You're never going to see anything positive about Trump on Fox. And rarely are you going to see anything negative about Trump on Fox. Uh, or excuse me, you're never going to see anything positive about Trump on CNN. You're never going to see anything negative about Trump on Fox. You just rarely does it show that. Rarely. You know, I don't so, even care if it's positive or negative. Just let it be true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just people will, they'll, they'll cherry pick what they want to report. Right. So, <clears throat> all right. If you're in the chat, make sure you head on over to Rumble. We got a chat room over there waiting for you. It's, it's got that new chat smell. Here's the link. Come on over. Um, come over to the, the, the Rumble platform. That's what we're pushing. Also, I'm on uh, True Social. John Burks, you can find me there. Uh, But we're going to keep reading the story. Again, take it with a grain of salt. According to the letter, the whistleblower said the FBI did not want to investigate the laptop because it was afraid public disclosure would alter the outcome of the 2020 election. After the FBI obtained the Hunter Biden laptop from Washington, DE Computer Shop, these whistleblowers stated the local FBI leadership told employees, you will not look at the Hunter Biden laptop and that the FBI is not going to change the outcome of the election again. Um, What do they mean again? From, they're talking about when Comey came out and did his little spiel. Mm-hmm. They said that changed the results of the 2016 election. Because it, so they think that if Comey hadn't got up there and said that Hillary Clinton had all these yeah. classified emails on her, but they're not going to prosecute her. Yeah. You know, that, that the election would have turned out different, that Hillary Clinton would have gotten elected, which I don't think she would have, yeah. regardless, because she's I, very unlikable. Yeah. Even even when the DNC is basically just dragging her through the mud, it's like, bro, they really do not like them some Hillary Clinton. They really I mean, don't. <clears throat> Johnson noted the FBI cannot be trusted to investigate Hunter Biden's laptop, that the FBI's actions that led to the delay in probing the laptop should itself be investigated. He said, I call on you to immediately investigate the FBI's handling of Hunter Biden's laptop and begin by obtaining the history of the investigative actions taken by the FBI on Hunter Biden's laptop, which should be available on the FBI's case management system, Sentinel. Johnson wrote, the case file should provide valuable information about the steps the FBI took to examine the laptop. I think this is definitely one of those cases where transparency of all law enforcement agencies is a requirement. It must be a requirement Mm -hmm. because something like this, that way the public has full disclosure 
disclosure of what's going on. They see what's happening. They're seeing how the meat is being made. And it's not one of those, well, we'll release this. We will release this as an organization where we're ready. It's like, no, absolutely not. You work for the people. Yeah. The people want to know what's going on. It's kind of like that pizza thing. When you order a pizza, I want to know where that pizza is at in the process of being made and when it's on the way being delivered to me. Same thing for everything else. Yeah. I want to know what's being done by the FBI as far as investigating this laptop, yada, yada, yada. I don't want, well, we'll get back to you. Yeah. No. I want, I want transparency, full transparency of all three-letter agencies. Because the realistic part about this or the pragmatic approach, we're not going to be able to abolish these shit agencies. I hope maybe one day we will. Yeah. But until then, transparency is the nearest, I think, goal that we can achieve or at least aim for versus, and I mean, realistically, again, they're probably just going to keep lying. They're probably, probably. going to keep lying. That's why they need to be abolished. It's just Well, liars. you hope there's some people in the FBI that have the balls to stand up and say, this is wrong. This no. isn't what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Where are those people? Hopefully, they will start showing up. I mean, at some point, you're going to have to show your face. Yeah. The FBI's leadership decision to undermine the investigation into laptop likely impacted the establishment media's decision to call Hunter a laptop or to call Hunter's laptop Russian disinformation during the presidential election. As many as 15 media personalities claim Hunter Biden laptop emails were likely Russian disinformation. Moreover, many media outlets use Politico's now debunked infamous article that detailed 51 Intel officials belief the laptop was Russian propaganda. Yet the Intel letter Politico reported actually suggested the opposite. We want to emphasize that we do not know if the emails provided to the New York Post by President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, are genuine or not, and that we do not have evidence of Russian involvement. Really? This is the New York Post. Like, really? Okay. All right. I believe the Post is more of a centrist-based one versus the Times. Yeah. Um, even They're the, the ones who got kicked off. For even mentioning it yeah. on Twitter. So yeah. Twitter kicked them off of the Go platform. fucking figure. Yeah. It took CNN 532 days to admit Hunter, Hunter's laptop from hell was authentic after the initial story broke on October 4th or 24th, 2020, notably calling it Russian disinformation and made up at the time. CNN's former president, Jeff Zucker, also labeled Hunter's laptop story as a Breitbart rabbit hole and unworthy of coverage. And again, a few episodes, we talked about that neuroscientist who's very famous for being whatever, an atheist and shit like that, very intelligent, even came out and admitted that they knew about the Hunter Biden laptop, but he would rather, like, he said, Joe Biden could have children in his basement and I wouldn't care. It's better than what we have regarding Trump. These yeah. people willfully ignored this thing. They lie, they cheat, they steal, they manipulate, they scheme. There is no honesty anymore. It's yeah. all the ends justify the means. That's exactly them. it. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's where we're at now. And it's sad that we have to be this way, but unfortunately, that's the way it's, it's going to be for until this thing changes, and I don't see it changing anytime soon. Justice Department submits proposed raid affidavit redactions to judge. Nope. Fuck no. You get no redactions. Put it all out there. Because here's the thing. If the Justice Department really feels like they've got Trump in a gotcha moment, then put the gotcha moment out there. Again. Again. Like, sincerely, do it. If you've got him for something... I wish we could I wish we could make this bet towards like, okay, America versus the FBI. Here's the bet. You come out now with everything you've got. If you have something serious on Trump, fair enough, we back you. If you don't, the FBI should be abolished. Like I wish we could make that bet. It's like you better have something. You better have something with some fucking weight because if you don't, your agency is gone. Well, how about let's see the evidence yeah. to where you had to open up an investigation and spend thirty five million dollars yep. on a on a trial, yep. on the Mueller thing. It, it's mm -hmm. crazy. Yep. $35 million for two years of investigation. For fucking, for what? Yeah. It was a red hair. It was, it was, no, it wasn't even a red herring. It was a damn, it was they a were lie. chasing ghosts. They were chas chasing ghosts. And nothing happened to Hillary Clinton and them for this. Straight up lie. I mean, she should be abolished she, from she should. getting into the White House or anything to do with yep. government. Mm -hmm. I mean, she straight up lied. Yep. These people are cancer. Hillary Clinton and her, her husband, they are slime. I'm telling you. They that. are slime. When it comes to, I don't generally like politicians as it is, but these two are fucking cancer I in know, the political man. spectrum. If they're not the Antichrist, then oh, they're, they're best friends with them. <laughs> or her. The U.S. government appeared to file proposed redactions to the sworn affidavit uh, accompanying the FBI search warrant of Trump's Mar-a-Lago property earlier this month. And I love how Democrats have now taken the stance 
it almost seems like the parties have flipped in a sense. All the blue line supporters are now like, fuck the FBI. And all the freaking Democrats like to fund the police are like, oh, we love the FBI. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Fund them. Fund them. Let's fund the police. Yeah, they're great. But I love how Democrats are using the FBI saying, oh, so you're saying the government could be biased towards its own people? Um, <laughs> you heard of Ruby Ridge? You heard of Waco, <laughs> Texas? You fucking kidding me? Are you people that stupid? Huh. Like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard of these these places? Yeah, the government was involved. They murdered innocent civilians. Absolutely. Do you think by premise or by virtue of them being a three-letter agency, that means they're going to be completely just and unbiased and fair? Fuck out of here. I know. That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen because it's headed by human beings. If it's headed by a human being, therefore it is corruptible. It can be corrupted, meaning it can also make very biased decisions. That is 100% factual. But... I love how these Democrats are like, well, as long as that sword is aimed at Trump, then I like the sword. It's yeah. like, okay, but if that sword was coming the other way, you wouldn't be liking it right now, would you? That's how that's how short-sighted a lot of people on both sides of the aisle are. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, as long as the FBI is working in our favor, we support it. It's like, no, because if the potential of that thing turning on you is even remotely possible, why should it be there? And I know that sounds like a very one-sided way of reasoning towards why we shouldn't have something, but it stands to reason. It makes sense. If yeah. something can be manipulated by the opposing political faction, it should not exist. Mm -hmm. It should not exist. Or has it ever worked in the Republicans' favor? I don't think it has, has it? I would have to say probably under Bush Sr. I mean, he was with FBI director head. I mean, I'm again, I am speculating. I don't know. I didn't really yeah, pay attention I, to I'm politics not, back then. I don't think the FBI has really ever been involved in politics that, oh yeah out in, the, out in the open anyway oh yeah maybe not out in the open no yeah not out in the open but rest assured again hoover creates mm -hmm. the fbi and the first thing he's doing is going after martin luther king jr painting him as a communist he's yeah, investigating people they're weaponizing the fbi and the mccarthy scare and stuff like that now this agency has a lot of blood on its hands and people just never really woke up to that fact until like you see the fbi get a spotlight shown on it for its constant fuck-ups it's like wait a minute why have we supported the fbi because we grew up patriotic. We grew up yeah. brainwashed into this, like, hey, come join the men that are fighting the good fight. And then you come to find out, it's like, no, they're actually the bad guys. Like, mm -hmm. leave the people alone. I just, and that's why I feel like as growing up, even, you know, major factors in my life were like, love your country, love your flag, which I do. Mm -hmm. I still love my country. I love my flag. I fucking hate my government because the government and the flag have nothing to do with each other. Mm -hmm. I will never, I will never concede that to anybody. People say, well, the state of America right now means I, I hate my flag. It's like, that's the dumbest shit. It's the representation and symbolicism of what that flag means to me. Mm -hmm. it, it stands for justice, even though we don't have justice. That's something to be striven for. Stroven? Striven? Something to be sure. pursued. <laughs> so You got it, buddy. The Justice Department, uh, or excuse me, the court docket notes a filing by the Department of Justice under seal. The department faced a noon ET deadline set by the judge. The Justice Department has previously warned that the releasing detailed information in the affidavit would jeopardize its ongoing investigation into documents stored on former President Donald Trump's private property and possibly endangering witnesses interviewed by the government. Sure it is. Sure, okay. Okay, Sure. Yeah, right. Okay. But I thought you got all the boxes. So what are you worried about? I don't know. Interviewing witnesses, really? Okay. I believe that. Hmm. Trump questions if Biden knew about Mar-a-Lago raid slams radical left prosecutors. Former President Donald Trump in a series of messages posted to his Truth Social account Thursday questioned whether President Joe Biden was aware of the FBI's August 8th raid on his Mar-a-Lago residence before it happened. Do not tell me the President of the United States did not know about this. Don't tell me the FBI did not back brief President Biden on what was going down. You cannot be this stupid. You cannot be this stupid. No, maybe they didn't brief Biden directly, but they briefed somebody close to him because, you know, he's, he's in I the dark. I can see him with, like, crayons. This guy's in the like, dark. right, yeah. drawing it out. I like Jader Judge. That's a good Biden. Okay, go ahead and brief me. What's what's going on, Garland? I'll, I'll tell I'll tell Joe later. <laughs> I shit my pants. Yes, you did, Joe. You beautiful little. Oh, you such a good boy. Yes, you. Okay, Here you Garland. Get the go ahead. Some more ice cream, please. <laughs> Roger. Let's get that. No Pres sprinkles. No sprinkles. We copy. No sprinkles. Chocolate chip only. <laughs> Roger. Joke. The eagle is getting the ice cream. I say again. The eagle. Ah, damn it. The eagle dropped the ice cream, and now he's pulling down his pants. The, the eagle's shitting on the White House lawn. Oh my god. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. What are you going to do if I was a rich man? 
Biden's student loan handout to cost roughly $500 billion, according to Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. Biden's plan calls for canceling up to $20,000. We covered this yesterday's episode. Um, President Biden's federal student loan forgiveness plan will cost U.S. taxpayers between $440 billion and $600 billion over the next 10 years, according to the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget settled on a central estimate of approximately $500 billion, according to a Thursday report. Biden announced up to, uh, to $20,000 in federal student loan forgiveness on Wednesday. Students who attend college using federal Pell Grants qualify for the $20,000, but those who do not use the program qualify for $10,000 in forgiveness. The handout only applies to borrowers making less than 125000 a year. More than 43 million Americans have federal student debt amounting to a total of more than $1.6 trillion. Nearly one-third of those owe less than 10000 and more than half owe less than 20000 according to the latest federal data. Critics have argued Biden's program will contribute to already record high levels of inflation in the U.S. It's almost as if maybe giving the Democrats another $400 billion in discretionary spending like we did with the PACT Act, stuff like this. They're printing more, printing more, making more, because why? They're taxing harder. They've got to refill the coffers that Biden is draining. Mm-hmm. This makes perfect sense, folks. This guy is spending money like crazy. And it, don't get it twisted. Trump spent money, too. Let's not even freaking conflate those two things. They did. But Biden right now is unhinged, spending so much to Ukraine to essentially project the next 10 years of being involved with this. Because apparently now we're shifting from this Russia invaded, that's it, to where it's like this is going to be a permanent invasion. Like, I I really feel... This is the new Iraq? This is the new Iraq for Russia. I I really feel it's going to be that way. Unless, Unless Ukraine somehow makes this massive push to push them back, I don't think this is getting anytime soon. I really don't. Putin can't. Because Putin will lose face in, in Russia. He cannot lose this war. I can only imagine how many generals he's executing over there right now because of their failed fucking leadership in this. You imagine at some point he's going to have to take some really drastic steps to just kind of either put, win it or put Ukraine on their knees. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, because it's going into six months. Yep. Or it is six months. No, it is six months. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, he doesn't look good right now. Nope. It looks bad. Well, um, Ron DeSantis responds to com- uh, contemptible Charlie Crist's claim. So for those who don't know, Ron DeSantis is running against this Charlie Crist dude who's a complete fucking moron. Like, Total dumbass. You listened to some of his, his uh, sound bites yesterday. This guy, it was I-, I will admit, it was very difficult to listen to him talk mm. with Biden's dick so far down his throat. It was like, oh, Biden saw that. It was bad. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. Literally talking about how Biden has helped lower and reduce the gas prices. That Biden himself helped influence the raising in. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Uh, talking about the economy, which Biden's policies has inf- impacted at such a dramatic level. Like, okay, it, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So it's just one of these things that where it's like, dude. It's like the gas prices are still up like 100% yeah. from when Trump was in office, dummy. Yep. That's This is how they think. This is how they think. They think you're stupid, folks. It's trending down. It's trending down. Okay, but he trended it up even higher. Yeah, he like, trended it up super high. We're yet. still upside down. It doesn't matter. Stupid idiot. It's not even a victory until you get it back to where it was before. And even then, it's a failure because you caused this in the first place. I know. And these are the same people who pushed the Russian collusion hoax and PP tape. Mm-hmm. These are the exact same people who did all that stuff. You ain't lying. <laughs> but Ron DeSantis responds to contentable Charlie Christ's claim his voters have hate in their hearts. Oh, my God. This is the new tactic these Democrats and these, these, these politicians are taking to where it's like, my voters are good, loving, wholesome Americans. Your voters want to fucking fuck children and cut their dicks and vaginas and tits off. Go fuck yourself. You fucking, oh, my God. To even sit there and think and try and paint. And I love this. They always want to paint the right side voters. But they're so full of anger and hate. Because for the last six to ten years, you have labeled us bigots, xenophobes, misogynists, racists, Nazis, terrorists, domestic terrorists Mm -hmm. at every turn. Is it really any wonder why we want to see your people just removed from America? You can't sit there and punch a group in the face over and over and over again and then be surprised when they act mean back towards you and want to see your extermination. You, You really can't. If you are that way, you're stupid. You're legitimately stupid. And when you want to talk about how 
Republican voters have a lot of hate in their heart. Let's go back and look at the history of what's going on in America under from Trump to uh, Biden right now. We see the BLM riots. We see the billions in dollars of damages. And then you see the VP and the rest of them putting up bonds to get these criminals out of jail. You see these blue cities go extremely woke and violence go through the fucking roof. So you want to talk about hatred in our hearts? Democrats are notoriously famous for sitting there on one side spewing nothing but honeyed words to the voter masses yeah. while putting in these policies and legislations that's going to up crime and make it 10 times harder on law-abiding citizens. So while you fucking scandalous liars and charlatans can sit there and to your public simp as if you're a good person, what you're doing behind the scenes is undermining and destroying their livelihood. So don't sit there and tell me that people on the right have hate in their heart. Yes, maybe we do, but it's 100% justified by the shit you put us through. To the point where it's like, if a civil war is coming, let's fucking have it and get it over with. I have no, I have no problem putting a bullet in a pedophile's head. None. None whatsoever. As your leftist ideologies continue to spread like cancer through the DNC, again, minor attracted person, a map, that's becoming mainstream over there now. It's becoming used. They're trying to get it into the LGB. And if the LGB does not stop it, they're going to be poisoned and they're going to go down with the maps. Yep. Have fun with that. Pedophiles are trying to put themselves under that umbrella and Democrats are not stopping this. You're sitting there endorsing child drag queen story hour you know, body dysmorphia by these children and cutting their tits off when they're a 14-year-old little girl. We talked about it on yesterday's episode. When you sit there and you embrace this insane ideology, then I'm perfectly okay going to war with you and killing you. You're disgusting. You're not a human being. Not in my eyes. You're just a monster that needs to get put down like the animal that you are. So all these blue-haired little freaks that want to sit there and touch children, I'm perfectly fine picking up a rifle and putting one in your head. No problem. I mean, I'm not even saying that to sound badass. I've killed people in combat. You motherfuckers, I would take great pleasure in killing. Great pleasure. I don't see a reason why I wouldn't. You want to fuck kids. Fuck you first. I think that's completely acceptable. These, these laws and things like that, we need to actually have some laws come back into America that are making criminals afraid. We don't have those laws anymore. Mm -hmm. Get hit for being a pedophile, you're getting chemically castrated. You're done. You're done. I mean, honestly, for me, if they're caught in the act and it's provable without a shadow of a doubt, they should be executed. I think so, too. At that point, there's just no coming back. There's no coming back. You know what? You better get right with Jesus. If you're found with, like, child porn on your stuff, you get chemically castrated. Yeah. If you're found actually committing the act, you're executed. Yeah. I don't see... What could be the pushback on this? Well, who are you to judge? Well, when you touch a child, no. I'm sorry. That's the way I'm, I'm actually not sorry. When you touch a child, that's what should happen. Because here's the thing that these maps don't seem to understand and Democrats don't seem to understand. Children cannot give consent. Children cannot give consent. They're not old enough. You're manipulating them into giving the answer that you want. That's what these pedophiles do. And it's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. But this is what the DNC is all about. So as far as us having hate in our heart, you're right. We do hate a lot of you. And, you know, part of me is kind of like, bro, let's just let's get this Rochambeau going. I've got the ammo. Let's fucking just do this. After U.S. Representative Charlie Christ, uh, Democrat of Florida, disparaged Floridians from voting for Ron DeSantis, the Republican governor responded on Fox News Wednesday. And for those that don't know, he basically said that I don't want DeSantis's voters. Bro, Florida's all folks. red. You better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, bro. Okay. Okay, yeah. dummy. Roger that. I would just start uh, going with dummy if I was DeSantis. Oh okay, dummy. God. Yeah. Chris, who won the Democratic gubernatorial nomination Tuesday, was in his hometown of St. Petersburg when he told assembled supporters and press he does not want DeSantis' voters' support. Chris called DeSantis anti-freedom Ron. Where do they get the anti-freedom? That you can't, <laughs> you can't sexualize children from the don't say gay bill? That the Democrats intentionally slandered and misrepresented because they knew why. Because, hey, if we can get the freaking gays over here on our side, let's get this minority of the rainbow flag wearing alphabet mob. It's like, hey, they're saying we can't say gay. That is literally not in the bill at all. You can read the fucking bill. We read the bill on air. Yeah. It's not there. Then you got these stupid little Zoomer TikTokers that think they're all fucking smart, these little college kids that are still in college. Well, actually, the bill says it right here. I saw this one stupid little fucking bitch on there. She was just kind of like, actually, it says it right here. And she points, and you read the paragraphs. Like, did you read the fucking paragraph? It literally doesn't say that. Well, it alludes to it. No, it doesn't. What are you talking about? Like, oh, my God. This is why the youth should be muzzled. Muzzle your children. 
Muzzle your children, folks. Tell your children to get off of TikTok and shut the fuck up. Children have no business trying to lecture adults. None. None. Don't give a fuck what society you're in. Kids should be seen and not heard. Tell them to shut the fuck up. That's the way it should be. Sure. But unfortunately, you've got these little 17 and 18-year-olds that think they fucking know how this world works. Hey, guys, a lot of you are asking me about my opinions on taxes. So I'm just going to tell you right now what we should be doing in America. But first, a sponsor by Coachella. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, I, I don't want to listen to you. I don't want to listen to you. Like, ugh. Uh, Chris called DeSantis anti-freedom Ron and claimed the incumbent does not respect your freedom if you're African-American. Oh, my God. Where have we seen this before? Oh, he's a racist. Oh, oh, he's a racist. And right out of the gate, he's racist. (laughs) And this race is getting started. We got uh, Christ right out of the bat. He's accusing DeSantis of racism. He's got a hard right. right (laughs) Just like Jesus. Oh, color me shocked. (laughs) Color me shocked. You see, the thing is, it's that Democrats do the same thing every time. It's racism Uh, and bigotry and misogyny. But here's the thing. It's your party. It's a good joker. I just, I've been trying to do my joker thing. Is that what that was? It didn't sound like it. I thought you were having a seizure. (laughs) You're going to come over there and slap you and grab your tongue. (laughs) I thought you were going to say slap you and grab your dick. Hello. (laughs) Let's put a smile on that face. I thought it was pretty good. You don't think it was good? Uh, maybe I just haven't seen it enough. The the movie. Hmm. I thought it was a good Joker. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. I said, let's but, be honest. Hey. Josh would grab his tongue for much less <laughs> with his teeth. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, yes, we are live on Rumble right now. People are asking us, go look up John Burke on Rumble. Here's the link to the live stream in the, uh, the chat. There, click on that. That should take you to it. Uh, we, we are live on Rumble, so... Um, it says it doesn't respect your freedom if you're African-American before declaring those who support governor should stay with him and vote for him. And I don't want your vote. If you have that hate in your heart, keep it there. If you got hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> you got hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Put your clan rub away and shut the fuck up, you moron. He, got hate he probably heart. walks into his closet and sees his clan uniform hanging on. He's like, soon, my friend. Soon, yes. Soon I'll yes. be able to wear you in public again. <laughs> on Tucker Carlson tonight, DeSantis called Christ's criticism of Floridian civilians contemptible and labeled him a political chameleon who has sought or been in public office most of his life. This guy just looks, I mean, he, oh my God, no. Just look at him. It looks like he touches children. This is the fifth decade running for office. He's a typical career politician, DeSantis told God. host Tucker Carlson. People support me because I kept the state open and protected their jobs. Charlie Chris wants it locked down, so that's not hate in their heart. They're just appreciative that they had a governor who was standing up for them. I wish I could be in DeSantis' position. He was like, they're just appreciative they have a governor with actual balls, and like this dude has got a vagina between his legs. That's all it is. That's it. I am of the people, by the people, and for the people. And so that's why I'm here with them, to learn, to listen, to love, Chris said in part. Um, DeSantis now put said, on your damn mask. Now put on your mask, you son of a bitch. And kiss a guy unless you're homophobic. <laughs> DeSantis said it is ironic that Christ, Christ wants to unify Florida when he began his general election campaign by demeaning part of the electorate. He says he wants a Florida for all, and then you condemn a majority of the people in the state of Florida. Give me a break, DeSantis said. Instead, of the, instead, the governor proffered that the election should not be about hating the other side, but seeking a policy platform that garners widespread support across the state. Okay, I'm sorry. I got to disagree with DeSantis on that one. It should be that way, but it's not that way because the policies from both sides are clearly black and white. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's the way it is, though. That's the way it is. Oh, my gosh. Mm. How much do you think uh, DeSantis will win by? Probably a lot more than what Liz Cheney got slaughtered by. <laughs> I've really got a feeling. How's like, DeSantis? That, that's what I would ask him during the debate. How much do you think I'm going to win by? Yeah, what do you think? How much do you think I'll win by? I'm curious no, to I, see what I, your I, prediction is. No, I would actually <laughs> reverse. Like, how much do you think you're going to beat me by? I'm just curious. I know. Because that way when I beat your ass, I'm going to throw that number back in your face. Uh, dude, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Oklahoma parent sounds the alarm on teacher directing students to pornographic books. An Oklahoma teacher resigned after being reprimanded for student for excuse me for directing students to the Brooklyn Public Library books unbanned site. 
a parent who sounded an alarm about an Oakland. This is what I love about Democrats. They sit there, well, this book is banned, but we're going to read it anyway. It's like, it's not that it's banned. It's banned from you teaching it in school. Yeah. Kind of like porn. Porn should be banned in school. These are children. Now, granted, they're going to look at porn. I mean, they have the internet. Come on, let's not be stupid. But still, the point remains, I don't want my children looking at porn in school. Therefore, it should not be allowed in school. And if you mm-hmm. want to sit there and call it banned, then so be it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the different thing. But this is where Democrats try and split hairs. It should be banned. It should be banned in that school, 100%. The parent who asked to remain anonymous for fear of retaliation against her children said her daughter came home from her Friday day of honors English with concert or concerns about her teacher. The student said when she got to her sophomore English class, her teacher, Summer Bossimer, had red paper covering the walls with words, books the state doesn't want you to read, written on the paper. Um, when the student asked about the paper, the teacher said it was censorship because the bigots in our government and told students to scan a QR code instead, uh, according to the parent. The QR code took students to the Brooklyn Public Library Books unbanned site, which is designed to give students access to books that are removed from or otherwise challenged in libraries and schools. The controversial Oklahoma law House Bill 1775 signed into law by Republican Governor Kevin Sitt last year restricts how race and gender-based content can be taught in public schools and universities. Like many educators, the teacher has concerns regarding censorship and book removal by Oklahoma state legislature. However, as educators, it is our goal to teach students to think critically, not to tell them what to think, a spokesperson for the normal public schools told Fox News Digital. The district spokesperson said the teacher was not terminated, suspended, or placed on administrative leave, and the district expected her to return to class as normal after the incident. Bossimer, however, said the state's new or state's law made it difficult to teach. Bossimer has made her political opinions well known on Twitter. In April, she tweeted hashtag OKLeg with a gif from Hulu series, The Handmaid's Tale, indicating the lawmakers were oppressing women's rights. Oh my god. It's funny how they keep falling back on that terrible yeah. show. The Handmaid's Tale. Like, bitch, you would know. And part of me is kind of wishing it was, because then we would have to listen to you insufferable cunts fucking whine. You don't get to use birth control in the form of an abortion. Sorry. Stop being a slut. <laughs> Knock it off. Knock it off. The Brooklyn Public Library Books Unbanned website states, it is adding our voice to those fighting for the rights of teens nationwide to read what they like. Oh, I just found out today... Um, I was listening to an interview between Rogan, Tim Cast, and some bitch on Twitter. Um, I think Jack Dorsey was there, but talked about how um, <clears throat> on their policies on Twitter that you can say things like uh, trans women aren't women, but you can't direct it towards someone. Otherwise, it's considered harassment and slander. And Tim Cast tried making the argument that if a law or a rule on Twitter uh, go in li- or falls in line with a certain ideology and goes against the other side, then you've clearly got a bias-bent law. Mm-hmm. And she tried arguing until she was blue in the face on this, and Tim was making really good points. But during that interview, Rogan said that in trans teens, 40% commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Now explain to me how this is normal. Explain to me how this is a good thing to endorse and encourage transgender people. Because let me suddenly, let, let's just flip the script real quick on this. Let's say, for example, how we are with transgender people. When you got a 40% suicide rate, there's something drastically psychologically wrong. There's mm-hmm. no refuting this. Yeah. This is science. Now, let's take the same thing as we've seen done with the transgender community that have now become a protected class, saying, oh, we should we encourage them, love them, support them, call them their preferred pronouns, respect whatever just sex they want. Now, let's do this with schizophrenia. Let's endorse this. Let's mm-hmm. say this is a good thing. It's clearly a psychological disorder. But what's the difference here? Someone's born to the wrong body? Isn't that a disconnect from mind to anatomy? But we have schizophrenia, clearly a psychological issue. Mm -hmm. Well, they have to be addressed on that. They have to get medication for that. But what if we started endorsing this in a way that we're doing with transgenderism? Hey, call them by the preferred pronouns. Call them by the sex they prefer. Yada, yada, yada. We have to stop doing this. Stop feeding into this. It doesn't work. Because every time you you talk to someone that's transgender and you call them by their preferred pronouns or what sex they want to be, you're endorsing that type of lifestyle. And that lifestyle is not based in reality. Therefore, we are endorsing insanity. Would you do the same thing for um, schizophrenia? Of course not. Of course not. Well, hey, my friend, my friend Jen in my headset, we should go do this. Oh, well, ask Jen. But no, you don't fucking, you don't go into that. Mm-hmm. You don't endorse that. You don't, you don't, you know, encourage this. This is encouraging insanity. This should never be allowed. But 40% suicide rate in transgender teens. It's not adults, teens. Yeah, that's uh How can you sit there and tell me that's number. not a problem? How can you sit there and tell me that's not a psychological issue? 
And they say a, lar- a large amount of that is because of how society treats them and the bullying and stuff like that. It's like, well, so then you're telling me that if someone's going to choose a certain lifestyle that is completely in the direct opposite uh, direction of, of science, that they shouldn't be told that they are crazy? Explain that to me. Uh, you know, in school, and high school, kids are going to be mean. Yeah. You're going to have a group of kids. That and are, online, too, yeah. They're just they're always going to be mean. Yeah. So there's I just don't think there's any way of getting around that. Oh, hell no. Oh, well, all they're going to try and do is censor speech. That's all they're going to try and do. Yeah, and that's, you just can't do it. Oh, hell You're no. You're never going to censor anybody's speech. But that's, but, again. The best thing that you can do, you get through high school. Yeah. You know, that's that's all you can do. You, you make it through. If you're a parent and your kid's getting bullied and that kind of stuff, you want to help insulate your kid as much as possible. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you be like, you know what? You can't get rid of bullies. Not everybody's going to have a, a great high school experience. Not yeah. everybody's going to be super popular and all yeah. that stuff. You know, some kids are just going to, you know, get bullied, have a tough time. Yeah. You got to encourage them that eventually you're going to get out of high school yeah. and you move on to other things. And it's not always going to be like that. Yeah. So I, I just think there's a way of, you know, talking with kids. Oh, yeah. That are in that situation to help get them through it. Oh, absolutely. And you and they will get through it. Like, yeah. if you're getting bullied in school, you are going to get through it. I mean, fuck, I got bullied in school. And I know everybody likes to say, oh, I got bullied because they want to sound cool. Right. No, I legit got bullied in school. That's why I dropped out. I couldn't. I hated it. I fucking did not want to go to school anymore. That's why I joined the Army. I was like, fuck yeah. this. I hated it. But I tell you what, though, that type of bullying kind of got me ready for the Army mm-hmm. because I was ready. You know, I've been picked on. I'd gotten my ass kicked a few times. Army fucking strengthened me, got me more tougher. It makes it to where you can deal with people like coming at you sideways. Yeah. It's just like, but when you try and shield people from that type of stuff, that's not the way life works. Right. You're, you're not going to go through life without having somebody say you're a piece of shit. You're not going to go through life without somebody like talking about how bad you are, especially if you're on the internet, especially mm-hmm. if you're on social media, you're going to have it. It is going to happen. It's, it's, there's no getting around that. So if you basically say that, for example, a lot of people don't realize this. One of the biggest reasons why drill sergeants scream at privates from day zero until the day they graduate is because the first time, um, like, for example, when was the last time you got screamed at, screamed at by a grown man? Hmm. Can you think of off the top of your head? Probably yeah. not. Because it doesn't really happen. Right. If a grown man started screaming at you at the top of his lungs, it kind of put you like, whoa, what the fuck? It kind of shocked maybe you a little bit. A shock, yeah. The first time a private is screamed at should not be under fire by his sergeant. Mm -hmm. He should be accustomed to hearing something like that to understand the passion behind what is being said and the order being given. That's why you have to acclimate to that type of thing, especially if you're under fire and you have to scream. You've got to get used to those loud noises. Well, that's because now you're, you're delving into like sensory adaptation. You're adapting to that type of environment. Well, when you have someone that goes from zero screaming into a combat scenario, they're probably going to fold. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to handle it. Yeah. Their senses are going to be overloaded. They can't handle the, the freaking machine gun fire, the screaming, all of that shit, not to mention the, the sight and the smells. When you have these children that are protected in this bubble, mm-hmm. their entire time in school, and they go out into the real world, they're going to fucking melt. Yeah. They can't handle this. So all social media has done is given voices to these types of little snowflakes out there that fold when the slightest little drop of, of, you know, water hits them, they melt. Yeah. And that's the problem we face now. Whereas, and there's other people saying, look, toughen up. That's just the way life is. And you're not going to change it. Mm-hmm. But that's just the way people believe. And that's, that's Democrats for you. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're really doing these kids a disservice. Oh, yeah. Think. Yeah, they're setting up a failure. It's kind of like when you keep them in their house their entire mm-hmm. time and you basically destroy their immune system and yeah. you let them out in the world when they get older. It's like, you killed them. Yeah. Because life doesn't get any easier. Fuck no, it doesn't. Like, that's the easiest. Mm-hmm. Like, once you get out, I mean, you deal with... Bills, taxes. Bills, yeah. taxes, death. Mm-hmm. All kinds of different shit, so... AOC-backed New York Democrat celebrates primary victory by declaring socialism wins. Now, don't get it twisted, folks. (laughs) There are socialists in our ranks. This is one of those things of kind of like, oh, there's whispers of it here. They're like, no, they are open socialists in our government. They're running for government. These people want to see socialism prevail because they feel like this is the most fair economic system ever in existence. Yet socialism only leads to friggin' essentially people getting fucked over by those that don't want to work. And I just, I don't get it. When you look, it's like, show me where socialism has ever been successful. Show me where socialism has ever matched capitalism. Have you ever heard of a country called Venezuela? Uh, North uh, Korea? Uh. 
A New York Democrat state Senate candidate backed by Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, color me shocked, celebrated a primary election victory by declaring socialism wins. Kristen Gonzalez, a tech worker whose campaign for New York State Senate was backed by the Democratic Socialists of America and left-wing lawmakers, including Ocasio-Cortez, made the declaration to cheering supporters on Tuesday after winning her primary election. The problem with people like AOC is they have no real-world experiences except for what they feel and deem to be fair in their mind. So according to, you know, if you look at the various economic systems, fairness would be rooted in socialism Mm -hmm. because rising tides raises all ships. That's meaning that's also with the intent that all ships are not going to leak and everybody's pulling their fair share, yada, yada, yada. But that's never the case. It never works out that way. Never, never, never. There is no economic utopia that exists. Even capitalism has its problem with human corruption. And if you think human corruption is bad under capitalism, which is what we have, which is corporatism, look at what it's doing for socialism. It's not going to work out. In fact, it empowers the wrong fucking people. But this is what happens when you elect people that have no real-world experience and they're following a pipe dream that they've never actually seen applied in America, yet they ignore the stats overseas and say, this does not work. Well, no, we just haven't tried it my way. Your way is not going to work. It just Mm -mm. doesn't. Kristen Gonzalez, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, She says, I know we're saving the speeches for a little later, but today we really proved that socialism wins, Gonzalez said as her supporters cheered. We are not going anywhere, and we will not stop until we see a socialist slate across this city. New York is already a shithole, so good luck. I know. Imagine socialism rooting hardcore in New York. You know, I'm almost at the point, like, let's let it happen. Let's make New York the epicenter of socialism, and aren't let's really see what do, happens yeah, to aren't it. Aren't they kind of doing that anyway in New York and California, to, yeah. these Democratic-run cities, our yeah. states? Mm-hmm. But not on a grand scale. These are minor little freaking programs. I mean, we have socialist programs, Social Security. It's yeah. literally in the fucking name, social. Social Security, <laughs> it's there. We have it, and it doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Because the people that created it didn't forecast enough. It's saying, hey, the uh, quality of life and the length of life is going to expand. You're going to have more people in retirement than people are going to be working. We're going to be upside down. Yeah, nobody asks any questions. Exactly. So if you want to trust these these scientists and these economists to make good decisions on behalf of you, you be my guest. And that's mm-hmm. what socialism essentially is. If you want to sit there and trust smart people to do your things for you and the government be the nanny state, then go be a socialist. And the problem is we see this in America today. The government has turned more socialistic mm-hmm. by being the nanny state. Absolutely not. We should not have this. Individuals should be able to succeed and fail on their own accord. The government is not your babysitter. It is not. But people feel that way because when you have the Biden administration wanting to forget the student loan, they once again take up the mantle of nanny state. Hey, you took out a loan? We're going to forgive some of it. It's okay. Because why? We want you to keep your money and invest it back into the economy. Are you kidding me? Now you've, you've undermined this idea that you're responsible for your own money, your own loan, your own debt. Meanwhile, you've got other people out there that essentially paid off their debt, did it the right way, and what's happening to them? They got fucked. Yeah. They're getting fucked. So explain to me how that's fair. Why would they ever want to pay taxes again? I know. This is ridiculous. Uh, Gonzalez is running on a far-left socialist platform promising she will cancel student debt, free health care. There is no such thing. What is this free health care? Free. It's free. It's rich because Democrats are so fucking stupid. Mm. They see or they hear that four-letter word, and they're just kind of like, oh, yes, I want to. No. In order for Okay, so when you see free, think tax increase. Think higher taxes to pay for this. I'm sorry. We're not Europe. I don't want to be Europe. Nothing to do with that. Absolutely not. It's kind, of, it's kind of why we left. A little bit. People, I mean, that well, really caused persecution. Taxation you know. without representation. Mm-hmm. Aggressive action on climate to build a green New York. Good cause rent protections that make it harder for landlords to evict tenants. Oh, you think that's a good thing? It's not a good thing. I've had to deal with that personally, and it's a pain in the fucking dick. Mm-hmm. To get someone evicted is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And I guarantee the whole premise why she's doing this is because the landlords that were wanting to evict tenants during COVID that couldn't work. That's not their fault. The landlord still has to make payments to the bank. What's he supposed to do? Make the payments for you? No. If you can't make the payments, you're gone. He's going to have to find somebody that will. So these socialists want to say, well, that shouldn't be allowed. It was the government that caused this in the first place. So the government's trying to solve problems that it created, but it's only causing more problems. This is why this government is so fucked up. 
All these problems they create by shutting this country down, and now the landlords are having to evict because the tenants can't pay rent because they can't go out and work because you shut the fucking country down. You destroy the economy. I said that from day fucking one. I said it from day one. People are so afraid right now during COVID. Oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. But nobody's got any foresight five, 10 years down the road what this is going to do to the economy. Nobody seems to give a fuck because everybody's in fear of their lives because everybody in the government, the CDC, said, oh, we're all going to die. No, we're not. I know. And these people put on like 50, 60 pounds afterward. Me and my mm-hmm. wife were talking about this last night, about these people we used to hang out with that we don't hang out anymore because mm-hmm. they didn't like the way we were handling the pandemic. Fuck them. And I'm like, now what are they? What now? What are people saying about masks? Yeah. They're saying they do virtually nothing unless yeah. you're wearing an N95 mask and it's fitted properly. Yeah. Cloth masks do absolutely nothing. And the group of families that got together in uh, Florida who sent their ma- their kids' masks off to be tested mm-hmm. came back with all kinds of bacteria and different shit in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so who who was right? Yeah. Oh, they'll never admit that. They'll never admit they'll it. They'll never admit that. But in the meantime, they're so worried about their health, they put on another fucking 50 or 60 pounds. Bunch of fat fucks. I'm like, oh, my health. Let me go yeah. to Taco Bell again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should be, a, you know, you don't care about my grandma. You're stuffing your face full of french fries, you fat fuck. Oh, my God. Like, you're, you're sweating grease. Shut the fuck Clearly up. Clearly, you don't care about your health. Exactly. Don't sit there and tell me when you're like 50, 60, 80 pounds overweight yeah. that you actually give a fuck about your health. You don't. You just care about immediate immediate stuff. Mm-hmm. But in, in a sense, when you're stuffing your face full of fat pills, you basically tied a noose around your neck and tied the other part to a tree and all you're doing is watering that tree every day and eventually it's going to hang you. Mm. Same thing for you obese motherfuckers out there just stuffing your face full of shit. Oh my God, John's a dick. I am a dick. But I'm the dick that's going to tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to fucking hear. Anyway, this socialist, hopefully. She says, trans and queer rights are under attack with our black and brown siblings. Oh, my God. It's always sexuality and race with them. That's all it ever is. Where is it under attack? Because people disagree with you. You say you're under attack. Now get the fuck out of here. Uh, death to all socialists. Uh, we got some funny stories here. Um, this is actually pretty kind of cool. Um, metal detecting stranger receives woman's ring lost in sea. Uh, a Massachusetts woman's diamond wedding ring, a family heirloom, is back on her finger after a man with a metal detector responded to her social media plea for help and found it at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, Francesca told the Boston Globe that she was tossing a football with her husband this month at North Beach in Hampton, New Hampshire, when the ring that once belonged to her great-grandmother slipped off of her finger. They couldn't find the ring in the water after hours of searching, the 29-year-old from Groveland said. Teal posted about the ordeal on Facebook and asked anyone who might frequent the beach with a metal detector to be on the lookout. Her post was shared thousands of times and got the attention of a man named Louis Axey. Axie, 60, of Marshfield, put on a wetsuit and headlamp and went into the water searching for the ring with his metal detector. The first two days he went looking, he had no luck. He said, I don't take failure all too well, he told the newspaper. I wanted to go back and give it one last shot. That's when he found the ring buried beneath the sandy ocean floor, he said. He sent Teal a picture, writing in a message, please tell me this is the ring so I can finally get off this beach. Uh, Assy returned the ring to Teal's home and her husband got on one knee to place it back on her finger. I've been so overwhelmed by kindness of strangers this past week, Teal wrote on Facebook. It has been so amazing to witness humanity in a positive way and has brought so much faith in myself to others. Okay, great. What the fuck are they doing misleading with this goddamn Ted Lay? He found it at the bottom of the ocean. You found it in like three feet of water. Stop fucking lying. <laughs> Uh, this this is only I'm, this is reflecting on the newspaper, not the people involved. Nothing to do with them. The fucking headlines are so misleading. They know what they're doing here. Found Made in it, the abyss of the ocean. That's what I'm sitting there thinking. Like this guy's pulling up like the hunt for the Titanic again. He's got a little submersible. Boom, 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 boom. Roger, we're currently at uh, 200 feet and dropping. Uh, all temperatures are looking good. Dials are looking good. Oxygen is good. Oh God, what is that? What? Oh, oh my God! It looks like a Stacey Abrams under the ocean. That's what they make it sound like, like 2,000 Leagues Under the Sea. We're going to find this ring. Put Schmeagel on it. He'll find it. (laughs) And last, most certainly not least, (laughs) Mississippi chiropractor charged with selling fentanyl. This is the last person you would ever think would be a drug dealer. (laughs) The hell, man? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Like, you would think, like, it's some dude on the streets. You would think, I don't know. Did you see that story that they found, like, enough fentanyl? To kill every American? Yeah. Yep. 
Like, yep. what the hell, man? What's going on? <laughs> Keep in mind, people, um, we saw an article uh, two days ago where actually Myra Gonzalez shared it on her platform um, that they are now making fentanyl into where it kind of almost looks like those old, um, you remember the vitamin, yeah, the, the Flintstones vitamins? Right. They're looking not in the shape of the color scheme. They're making it look like candy. This is fentanyl. Parents, be watching what your children are doing. Watch what's going on. I'm telling you, this stuff is dangerous. It's going to kill you. I had a lady at my gym maybe two, three months ago, literally got a sleeping pill from a friend, and they didn't realize it was laced with fentanyl, and she died with her kids on her on her bed. Oh, my God. It was. I think I told you about that, yeah. It was in my gym. I knew her as an acquaintance. Um, come to find out, yeah, she'd taken a sleeping pill that wasn't from an actual prescribed doc or anything like that, You know, and it was laced with heavy, heavy with fentanyl, and she died. That seems to be the most pressing matter right oh, yeah. now in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That fentanyl is coming from China, yep. going to Mexico, and mm-hmm. coming up through our borders yep. and killing mass amounts of people. Yep. And the first thing that this douchebag does is wants to cancel student loans. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. I mean, the, the number one cause of death for males, what, 18 to 46? Fentanyl. Yep. Is fentanyl. Dying, and just, the number keeps rising every day. They just found a big ball of it that could kill every American. Well, nope. Yeah. Put up, put on your mask. Well, get this shot in your arm. But keep your mouth shut. Here's your McDonald's. <laughs> you fat fuck. You fat fuck. <laughs> a Mississippi chiropractor accused of selling fentanyl and being in possession of drug paraphernalia was taken into custody. Um, after an, an undercover investigation, Joseph Joey Andrew Rogers, 53 of Long Beach, faces charges including possession of meth, tampering with evidence, and sale of a controlled substance. The fentanyl charges came from previous undercover operations, Harrison County Sheriff Troy Peterson said in a news release. Um, authorities executed search warrants Wednesday at the home of office of Rogers. The son Harold reported when authorities arrived at Rogers house to serve the warrant, he fled and discarded a substance suspected of being fentanyl in the toilet. Rogers was apprehended and arrested. Investigators found meth and paraphernalia used, uh, for ingesting heroin and fentanyl in his home. Uh, Peterson said he is being held in jail on a 200,000 bond set by Justice Court Judge Nick Potato, Rogers owns and operates a chiropractic office on Mississippi Gulf Coast. According to the news release, the, office, uh, the office's Facebook page advertised Rogers as the only local chiropractor who is available on Saturday and afternoon hours because it's all methed out of his fucking head. He's not sleeping. That's yeah. why. Good Lord. An official with the Harrison County Justice Court said, it is not clear whether Rogers has obtained an attorney yet. He uh, could have his first court appearance Friday. Oh my God! A chiropractor selling meth and fentanyl—you just, you just gotta love it. You just what? What is this world coming to, man? What? What is this world coming to? I ask you. I ask you, folks. What, what, what's going on in this place? Well, hey, that concludes today's episode. I got to get back to editing the final, or the, not the final, the next episode of the Valor Podcast. Again, if you could do me a favor, go follow it on Instagram. It's just the Valor Podcast. Um, again, I would really love to see this thing succeed and become a mainstream podcast. It's something that I'm putting a lot of passion into and spending a lot of hours working on this. And here is the link to the Instagram. You can go follow it there and you can receive notifications when the next episode drops. You can also follow it on SoundCloud and you can see it there. And we're going to push it to other platforms. I got to get on that today. There's just a lot, um, right now I'm doing this all myself. So it's going to take some time. But uh, I really, really hope y'all enjoy this. It's just a lot of fun, and it's a great time. So, all right. Do you got anything to add, my man? Yeah, make sure you uh, check out Shellshock CBD. Mm-hmm. See what deals we got going on. We uh, we have some rearranged a few things on the website to make we it do. a little bit easier to navigate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, For those that don't know, we're going to have a new, um, a new tab on the Shellshock CBD page. It's a monthly sales tab. We're going to have a product it's discount. It's up right now. Oh, it is up. It's yeah. already? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's up great. right now. Let's take a look see at it real quick, just so people can see. This, again, is shellshockcbd.com. When you guys support us there, um, it really means a lot to us. It helps us out quite a lot. All right, let's look at this. Shellshock CBD. There's a sales tab up. Um, I'm not seeing it. Monthly deals. Here Monthly it is. Deals. Monthly deals. Um, let's click on this. There it is. And these are the monthly deals we got right now. Fruity Fallout Bundle is only $69.99. And you got the full spectrum drops for only $32.99. These are discounted. So every month we're going to have some discounted products on there. 
and you guys can go in there and check that out. So again, these are discounted. You guys are freaking amazing. If you're interested in this, here is a link. It is a monthly deal and sales, and you're supporting our company. You're supporting Shellshock. And by the way, the new Valor podcast is going to be sponsored by Shellshock. I mean, go figure. Uh, so we appreciate that. You guys are incredible. And don't miss tomorrow's episode. We're high off our asses talking about whatever happens. I don't know. Hey, if you enjoyed the podcast, if you enjoyed the stream, share it to your friends. Go leave us a review on iTunes for the podcast where you download it. It helps boost us. We are the fastest growing podcast in the office. <laughs> and as always, you stay savage, America. <laughs>